Hello and welcome to another Matchad podcast with me, Mina, where I invite guests to sit on a yoga mat with me as it were and share thoughts on all things well-being. My intention is to leave you feeling uplifted and empowered. If you want to know more about my yoga teaching and my book, then please visit my website, minablair.com. Today I've invited my friend Sarah Cox onto the mat. A keen yogi herself, she's also a multi-faith minister, spiritual counselor, and founder of Zephorium Soul Tonic. Hi, Mina. Hi, Sarah. Lovely to be here today. Yes. We're going to talk about something that is really intriguing, and that's the world of karma. Oh, gosh, mm. karma, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we sort of think we know what that means, don't we? Um, I think you have a much better understanding of it than I do. So maybe you'd like to just kind of share a bit of your your understanding of what the word karma means. Yeah, you know, I think I think everybody does think that they know what karma means. So on a very sort of light level, I think most people would say, if asked, that karma is when you do something bad or hurtful, then something bad or hurtful will happen to you. It's it's like a kind of like an exchange thing, but. It is actually so much more than that, isn't it, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, it's very subtle. It can be very subtle. And so I did a little deep dive into my uh, yogic philosophy books on this one, just to remind me, actually, what 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 this really is all about. Mm, that sounds interesting. What did you come up with? Well, the, um, karma is not only an action, but it's like it's invisible result that shapes a person's destiny. And so that's a way of saying that we are what we are because of how we do things. So it's very much about intention, isn't it? So so that's kind of in my world, I'll be saying that's an energy release maybe of some kind. Is that right? Yeah, I, th- I would say so. Yeah, because when we have an action of any kind, that tends to generate energy, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. scientifically it does. Yeah, it yeah. throws something out, doesn't it? It creates something. And so what it then would imply is that our actions are therefore a reflection of ourselves. Mm. And that's that's fair, I'd yes, say, yes. isn't it? We, yes, we become what we do and think and say, yeah. And that there's a, there's a sort of feedback loop, wouldn't you say? So mm-hmm. that if somebody is a good person and has good intentions, then those good actions will get a positive response which then reinforces that person's goodness. Yeah, so if you walk into a room with a face like thunder, you're not going to have a great time, are you? No. If you go into a room and you know with lots of other people and you're smiling and cheery, you're going to have a much better time. I mean, that's it on a very basic level, isn't it? I, I think so. And, you know, we've got the saying, you know, smile and the world smiles with you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly it. Whatever you lead with will then inform what comes back your way Mm. and that that kind of makes sense doesn't it yeah i think so but um i was kind of just curious about where the word karma actually comes from and it comes from the sanskrit word kri which means to make or to do and that can also mean in a broader sense um action or work or product or effect so you can feel the energy around that. Mm. Yeah, it's something that... It's a sort of action energy, isn't it? Doing energy. Yeah. And I was thinking about, there's actually something called karma yoga. Oh. Yeah, and we all know somebody who practices karma yoga, which was Gandhi. Right. Is that a conscious thing he did? or? It is a conscious form of yoga. So when 
people hear yoga, they think, oh, that involves, you know, postures and, and doing strange things with your with your body. But actually, it can be conscious and conscious karmic yoga is, and I, I love this, actually, this is where you do an action, but without the involvement of the ego. Right. So in terms of karma yoga, are there any postures involved with karma yoga or is it just a mental sort of approach to yoga it's it's a mental practice so it's it's encouraging an action without you kind of thinking about it because when you think about it right when you do something your ego is involved your your mind is actually in control all of that the time. action right yeah. we talked about this yeah all yeah. the time so we, we kind of make a choice about what we're going to do or what we're going to say or what we think and that means that the ego is invested in that so, for example, if I if I want to be kind to you, so I'm I I I you know we're friends, and I think to myself, oh, I'll I'll be kind to Sarah. I'm going to do her a kindness. Well, right there, I'm generating a karmic burden because I'm attached to the result, and I want to be kind to you because maybe I think it's the right thing to do. Okay, so this is about some, getting something in return. You're saying. Yeah. Even if it's very subtle, mm -hmm. the ego is saying, oh, I'll be kind to you because it'll make me feel better or I'll look good in the eyes of others. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. So if I'm if I'm nice to you and then I go and tell my other friend, oh, you know what, today I helped Sarah, you know, uh, make something or whatever. And I'm telling my friend that because I want her to think well of me. Mm. That is generating karmic burden. Yeah, and I, I can, I, you know, when I see celebrities who you suddenly find out they've been doing amazing things quietly behind the scenes for years that they never mention, that would be karma yoga then, wouldn't it? Because they didn't want fame for it, they didn't want anyone to know, they just did good deeds. Yes, I, I would say so, but at, in, the strict, in the strictest definition, it's where a response, it's where an action is so spontaneous that it actually bypasses your thinking completely. So it's mm. as if nature itself is the author, is, is a quote from one of the books. And that's why it takes a lot of conscious effort to actually practice it. So Gandhi dedicated his life to practicing karma yoga. And he read the Bhagavad Gita every day. Mm. And he was consciously trying to make every action, every thought he did, completely without the involvement or interference of the ego. Do you know, when you said that, I'm starting to think of little children, I mean really little ones, when they just are doing something and they suddenly fling their arms around you and give you a hug and a smile that just fills your whole heart with purity and spontaneity. Would that be the same kind of thing? I think so, because you can generate... A burden with karma, but also opposite. You you can generate the positive mm. karma to actually burn off some of the burden. Mm. Oh, I like I mean. the idea oh, of yeah. doing that. <laughs> Come on, how do we burn how off our, we do our that? rancid old karma? Yeah, what do we do? Well, it's it's not so easy, is it? Because we've talked about this before, where um, karmic burdens can be inherited, can't they? Mm. Yes. Yeah. You don't even know through shame. Mm -hmm. and denial you take on the family patterning yep whatever you've told you've been told for example mm -hmm. um and it can come down and then it's up to every person then to decide whether they want to work 
off that karmic burden in their lifetime uh, or or not, in fact, or just add to it. Yeah, I you know, again, as you're speaking, the, the things are coming into my mind and I'm thinking, so how would we know that we need to do that to change, to to loosen the ego's grip on us unless there was a sort of feedback system which I guess is the results the karma mm-hmm. of what you have done or thought or said because you need to know have some kind of indication of where you are don't you in in this well we get lots of hints through just language don't you you know um sayings like what you sow you reap mm. Well, that's another way of saying mm. if you're throwing out negativity and, and then you'll get negativity coming back at you. Yeah, and that's absolutely right? true. So, it? I mean, the universe has a way of, of letting you know where 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 you are at with that, mm. I think. And, I mean, in my counselling days, I've had some very interesting examples. Uh, I was working with um, a, a German lady and uh, she, as part of our work together, described the real deep-seated guilt and shame that she carried for Germany's part in World War II and that her father had fought in the war, obviously on the side of the Germans. Mm. And yet she hadn't even been born. Mm. And yet she carried active guilt, a karmic burden from that. It can be quite intense. Yeah, and so the karmic burden can be a collective burden as well as an individual one, can't it? I've had a very similar client. I think it was her grandfather who um, was in the the war and did really very de- dreadful things. And it was very unconscious. It took a long time for it to come to her recollection. Recol- Is that the right word? What word am I looking for? Re- recollection. Yeah. Recollection, that she was actually acting out the shame of the collective german country Mm. so it can be it can be like a national thing uh, as well as a family thing you know it can be karma works on all level and maybe global yeah why not global yeah why not i think that's why animals and trees and plants and insects don't have an ego because they're kind of balancing it all out for us, aren't they? It's like every day you get up and there's the tree yes. going, oh, I'm a tree, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not saying I'm a tree and I hate you or uh, <laughs> come under me and I'll, I'll drop my leaves all over you. You know, they're so pure, aren't they? It feels to me as if that is balancing out all of our rubbish that we're throwing around at each other all the time. Yeah, I mean, I know you do and, uh, and, and I do, but we rely on our dogs. Don't yes, we, we do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. No, he he's helping me with my karmic burden. No question is is my dog. But yeah. but the other thing about karma is people, like I said right at the beginning, think that it's an action, like helping somebody cross the road. But actually, it's it's a thought mm. or a word, um, and that's kind of scary, isn't it? That you. If you have like a bad thought, you, you think that because you're not sharing it, then that's just like inside you and that doesn't sort of count. But I'm afraid to tell everybody that it does. <laughs> it most certainly does. And maybe even more powerful because simmering rage and hate is very dangerous to the self, not particularly to another person unless it's, you know, suddenly explosively expressed, but to the self. And I remember reading in The Course in Miracles, you know, they state very clearly there's no difference between killing somebody and thinking that you'd like to kill somebody because energetically (laughs) yeah you know to us on the planet we think well of course there is a difference you've got a dead body 
you know, if you're thinking it, you haven't got a dead body. But the karmic load, you're saying, there's no difference. You've killed them with your thinking. Yep. Or maybe you kill yourself with your thinking. Yep. See, that's an action. A, a thought is an action, just like a word is an action. So if you say something mean to somebody, like, I'm going to kill you, again, from your example, you are then killing them. And therefore, the karmic load is the same. Well, you know, the action is the end result of the thoughts, isn't it? You know, in, in Christian terms, you've got the, um, the, you know, in the beginning was the word. It wasn't in the beginning was the action. No. It was in the beginning was the word. And maybe we could go back even further and say in the beginning was the thought. Well, from, from which I think you're right in that quote, that's implied, isn't it? Because if you're saying something, that requires thought. So I think you're absolutely right in the beginning there was thought mm. and if that's a not a good one then that's your starting point right there yes well if you believe in a god i mean thank goodness the the thought was a good one with green trees and blue sky and beautiful sea and this extraordinary planet and our amazing bodies but then we're in the, in the middle of all that trying to work out how to be creating something glorious too often not very well it seems. no no <laughs> But like I said, we, we do have some little sneaky sort of sneakiness in us and thinking, well, if I don't actually do that thing, then it doesn't count. Mm. But um, as I said, it does. And I have to say that just quite recently, actually, I had a really liberating, massive aha moment about karma, um, which relates back to one of the first things I think I said to you when we first met um, was, uh, this is five years ago, when I was not in a very good place reflecting on a relationship with a family member and being incensed that I felt that that person was somehow getting away with past misdemeanors and, and causing me hurt specifically, being mm. causing me a lot of pain. And because of that, I was just not going to forgive. And you were trying to explain to me, although I wasn't listening, <laughs> uh, that, that actually when you don't forgive, that's karmic burden on yourself. On yourself. And I remember that because I remember feeling the resistance of which obviously I have done too of, but I don't want to let it go because they need to be punished. They hurt me and I want them to be punished. Very subtle, but it's there, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and I meant it. Mm. But what I couldn't see, because again, the ego, you see, was really involved. There's a highly emotional charge around this. I couldn't see past it was that I was generating my own karmic load and not realising, and this is the really great news, this is like the headline great news with karma, is that if you just realise that every individual is generating their own karmic story and therefore will work out their own karma. So in other words, you don't have to worry about anybody else's karma. You don't have to be judge and jury for anybody because they will need to work through their karmic burden with the universe. Yeah. And that all you're doing, if you're getting very het up about, well, that person should be punished, you know, why are they getting away with that? That's not fair. All you're doing in that moment, from what those words just there, you're you're generating a karmic load for yourself. Yes, and you're sitting with it, aren't yeah. you? Which is just awful, awful feeling. I mean, you can't get away with it. You can't think... Right, I've forgiven that person because I'm a really good person, so I'm going to forgive them. And I'm just going to sit down in my deck chair and wait for the universe to punish them. That doesn't, <laughs> yes. that doesn't work either because <laughs> I've tried that one. No, I know. 
No, exactly. No, no you have to like properly let it go. Mm. So it it is, and that's so liberating. And once I understood that, it's taken me a long time to realize this. Once I actually realized, now hang on a minute, it's not my job. Why am I wasting my own energy worrying about the fate or the destiny of someone else? Mm. The, they will be doing that themselves. That's up to them. It is. And, and then I don't really, I've never seen a punishing God. I've never seen a punishing anything. You know, when I'm doing my mediumship work and I, I've, you know, I've seen people on the other side who've done really despicable things. There's never any condemnation or punishment. That's not how it works. It's like, well, go back and try again. Mm. Go back and do it this way. See if you can find it this time. So it might, we, we might not see the results of anything in this lifetime. And that's what's frustrating to our ego to say, I'm, I'm willing to just let go and let God or let go or let the universe decide. And I'm, I have no expectations about it at all because it's not my business. No. And, and what the only thing that is your business is yourself and your own karmic contract, as it were, with mm. the universe mm. and that you... Your, you, you can decide whether you want to spend your lifetime dealing with whatever that burden is um, or not. But you don't need to, to get involved with anybody else. So beware of sentences that start with, oh, did you hear about what happened to so-and-so? You see, that yeah. kind of gossipy, slightly judgmental thing where we get really involved in other people's stories. Mm. That right there, you mm. see. Is it has a, to yeah, go. It's a recipe for for the wrong so kind why, of thing. So why do you think we like doing, you know, without, without the understanding, why do we do that? Because it distracts us from dealing with our own stuff. Mm. Yeah. Right, it's just the perfect ego distraction. And it, Get uh, yourself really involved in what someone else is either doing or mm. not doing and judging it. Mm. And it's always somebody else's fault. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course it is. Yeah, no. <laughs> Didn't you know that, Mina? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do, and it can be so subtle, and it can be under the guise of being a good person. Mm. You know, if you're, if you are, like I said, if somebody is in a bad relationship, and your view is in a bad relationship, and you're getting quite incensed that they're not listening to your good advice, and not, yeah, you, you see the problem there. It's not for you to deal with it mm. you can be supportive obviously i'm not saying don't be so but you know or you can walk away mm. that's equally as valid mm. absolutely but uh, just be aware that you are generating energy in everything that you say think mm. and do mm. and uh whew, wow. that's kind of yeah it's kind that of really, exhausting <laughs> that really, well that really is taking back our power isn't it and i think for me, um, that has been, you know, the understanding of that. I work it all the time. I fail miserably quite a lot, but I'm trying to do that. That has been the most liberating aspect of my whole spiritual journey is to think I do actually have control of everything. Mm. And that is a lot. It's overwhelming. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's all in the letting go. So when we talk about this planet, the universe, our energy here as being a kind of baby nursery i really get that you know i, I really understand that we are beginners because <laughs> yeah you think we're going to come back and and learn some more 
or some go somewhere else and do yeah absolutely mm. you know, we'll come we'll come absolutely running can't wait to get back here once we've had a bit of recovery <laughs> back to the time. suffering <laughs> yes back to the but you know once we've had a little bit of, of rest and recuperation on the other side absolutely because this is where we do it and this is how we do it with each other we couldn't do it without each other so even the most painful experiences and people in your life are the gift that just is beyond anything we can even begin to touch on with our ego brain mm. yeah no, I think I think it is. I think it's uh, I think it's a huge thing. And um, well, I've got a little quote here, which I think just summarizes it, which is as your desire is, so is your will as your will is, so is your deed. And as your deed is, so is your destiny. So Ooh. sounds like, like I said, we can all make some choices. Yeah. Nobody's forcing us to make actions that, you know, no don't have consequences and this is this is where you have to really go deeply within and listen to your personal truth and act on that and nothing else because you know otherwise you'll be back here doing it all again you know different faces same old energy thinking oh no not again i thought i'd done that one but that is how it works yeah well, I can tell that you're now going to be listening very carefully <laughs> to things that I say. And if I start drifting off on some judgmental thing, you'll be saying, oh, Mina, you see, you're adding up <laughs> your comic your, burden Oh, there. my God. I'm, I might actually carry a few rocks in my bag and then give you one. We should do that. Give each other rocks when we hear each other doing that. Just yeah. to, you know, why not? Have a pocket yep. full of rocks and think, oh, have I, have I accumulated more weight or have I released it? That would be a really good way of doing it. That would be a good way of doing it. I like that idea. We should try that for a week and so see that, how we that get So that means on. you and I will be crawling around on our knees yes. with the weight of all our rocks <laughs> in our pockets. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. That, but that feels like, you see, a, a, sort of a very spiritual exercise, though, wouldn't it? I like it. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Maybe with some pebbles. Why not? Oh, well, anyway... That's all I've got to say about yeah, karma. Well, it's been so. really interesting. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you researching and sharing that because it's you know it's a huge one. It's the basis of all life. It is. No, it is. But, yeah, it's something again. It applies to us all. This is one of those things. That we can all just think about. Thank you. All right. See. You. And thank you, Sarah.